Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Wednesday, April 1st, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. On this day, for all but a couple in the past 30 years, I'd be headed to the Final Four, sharing a flight with coaches from this area who attend the College Basketball Championship every year as part of the National Association of Basketball Coaches Convention. Fans would be right behind us, flocking this year to Atlanta to watch basketball and among those in concert this year, Taylor Swift. And as a bonus, we'd have seen additional nets cut down. The Division's two and three championships were to be played in conjunction with the Final Four, and I bet Northwest Missouri State would have been there for the D2 title. Well, we know the story. For the first time in more than a century, a pandemic has altered the sports schedule. We've known for three weeks now that there would be no NCAA tournament, but since then, other major sporting events that define the spring have been postponed or canceled. The Masters, Kentucky Derby, Indy 500, French Open, the Olympics have been rescheduled for 2021, and just today we learned Wimbledon will not happen for the first time since 1945. But college basketball was the first major event to be scrapped. It was the right call, of course, But on Monday night, the NCAA would have crowned its 82nd national champion and the team with the best chance to stand on the podium and hear one shining moment was Kansas. The Jayhawks were ranked first, and I don't think there was a way for them not to be the overall number one seed. Hey, look, teams don't always get uh, that far in the Final Four. Upsets are a thing that we love about the NCAA tournament. There were no guarantees for KU or any other team. But still, this was a tough break for KU. It also got me wondering, as good as the 2019-2020 Jayhawks were, how would it have stacked up against the previous three Final Four teams, those of 2008, 2012, and 2018? Who better to ask than the coach of those teams and this one, Bill Self? So we chatted for a while about his teams that went the farthest in the NCAA tournament, and this team that was characterized by a defense so good that two players, Big man Yudoka Azubuki and guard Marcus Garrett won separate National Defensive Player of the Year honors this week. We also spent a little time at the end talking about Azubuki's amazing progress at Kansas. So let's jump in with Bill Self. I start by asking him about what made this year's team so special. Well, first of all, you know, this was <clears throat> this was not the most talented team that we've had, and 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 you, I could I can say that honestly. Uh, because I, I, you know, as a coach, you know, you know what what uh, things that we void or what things we don't do well, and you try to hide those so that way you can only uh, basically dwell on the positives. And as a coach, every coach tries to do that, but 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 I, I know that we were limited shooting the ball from the perimeter. I, I I know that we were average at the very best in transition offense. I, there, there was a lot of things we didn't do well, and usually when you equate the best teams that we've had at Kansas, they were doing it. They were good at doing all the things visually that fans would pick up on like that 80, that the, the 2018 or seven or, or even, even 10, 11, you know, uh, you know, some of the most talented teams we've had, you know, we were big, we could rebound, we could run, we could jump, we could pass, we could shoot. And, and this year's team, well, it's the smallest team that we've had, you know, you're starting, a huge guy in the middle. Then you're playing four little guards around him. Uh, probably the worst shooting team perimeter-wise that we've that we've had in a long time, and probably the worst passing team that we've had in a long time. <laughs> Considering you're playing four guards, you should be a better passing team than what we were. 
And 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 that that's the kind of stuff that that I saw this team as a team that I was most proud of because I knew those things. Now, with that being said, it's the the things that we did do, Blair, was we never let anybody else play well. We had, as as you mentioned, Udoka, who was the best defensive big man I've ever had, including Whippy. Mm. He's the best, all right, as evidenced by him being national NABC Defensive Player of the Year. Nobody could score easy in the paint when he was in the game. Nobody could guard a ball screen better than him. Nobody could cover up with weaknesses better than him. Now, there was one thing that would give him problems. If, if we played a team with a five-man that was a good pick-and-pop team like Villanova was uh, in, the, in, in the tournament a couple years ago, that would give us problems because our whole defense was based on how to take away the three with the other four but basically give up the one with the five. So, so, right. But, but, but that, that was, that's, that's pretty good. And then the other thing we had, we had the best perimeter defensive player in the country and probably the best de- de- defender in America. So, so, you know, you talk, but, you know, Doak didn't score outside of three feet and Marcus wasn't a, a, a prolific shooter by any stretch. And still yet, would you take those skills over somebody that could do the other things better? And the answer this year was positively yes, because those guys' skills were better than the other people on the, on the other end's skill level, if you follow what I'm saying. There wasn't an offensive player that was better than Doak defensively, and there was no offensive player that was better than Marcus defensively. So, so when you stop thinking, thinking about it like that, I think we were equipped. I, I think that we could guard. I, I think that we could keep teams. You know, th- this, this is one thing, and I'm rambling, I know, but this is one thing that I thought was amazing. In road games this year, the most we ever gave up was 62, and that was at, at Baylor. In road games, and there were some games where we held them in the 40s and could have held them in the 40s, but we subbed late. And, and, and you leave those games thinking, oh, we didn't play great, and you win uh, uh, 65 to 51 on the road. And so, and so that, those were the things that would give us confidence going to the NCAA tournament is away from home, we knew we could keep people from playing well because it's been demonstrated over and over and over. And then, and, then, and then the obvious for me was we were tough, uh, and then we, we, we knew how to operate under pressure. And I, I've said this many times, but the NCAA tournament's a, limit, a single elimination. Well, our Big 12 conference was single elimination after the third game because, right. because if we lose again, we're not going to win the league. And, and, and so to think that that team could run the table – after being single elimination, we knew how to operate under pressure. And then the last thing is we knew how to deal with distractions better than any team I've ever had because we've had so many. And, and, uh, and these guys somehow, you know, were able to compartmentalize those things and, and, and uh, you know, somehow put them uh, uh, aside and focus in on what was most important. And so I, I give them a lot of credit. From an intangible standpoint, this team was prepared. You know, when I when I think about the previous Final Four teams, they are different. Every team's personality is different, but there's an element of toughness to to all of them. It just maybe maybe displayed differently with with these teams. I just I remember the 2012 team was so good defensively and didn't um, you know didn't shoot the perimeter. Right. Not, not everybody, you know, and, and especially in the tournament, we were uh, awful. I think we were awful. Yeah. T- Tyshawn went the whole tournament without a without a three pointer until the championship I think he, game. I think he was and, like over twenty three. 
and, and, and you know something, and Elijah wasn't pure, and Travis, nobody's ever accused him of being pure. <laughs> right, and, and, right. And, and, and Thomas was, was the second best player in the country uh, behind Anthony Davis that year. I, th- I think every national player of the year ballot proved that out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, he wasn't the best defender by any stretch. And then we had a, 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 a big kid inside that was the best shot blocker that anybody could ever have. And, 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 and to think that that team beat North Carolina State in a Sweet 16 game where we made three shots outside of three feet. Outside right. of three feet. And the, the, the way that we struggled against Purdue, just getting, just getting waxed until, you know, somehow the kids figured out. That, to me, was what made that team great because we were so tough. And I see the same characteristics in this team as what I saw in that team, except for one difference. We had one guy that nobody could guard one-on-one. And, we, and, and even though he only averaged 13 and a half points per game, in, in, in a game, which you, which in, in a game, in a real game where easy baskets are not prevalent, nobody gets them. He's a guy that right. can get them. And so that 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 to me made us a different uh, a different type team. Yeah, it's like I was saying, nobody had that guy in in college basketball this year. Um, he was uh, he was just amazing. And as you said, uh, defense national defensive player of the year and Big Twelve player of the year. I I thought he should have been consensus All America, but he made a couple of the first right. team All America right. teams as as did Devon Dotson. So um, so yeah, I, to me when I look at the 2020 team, I kind of liken it to even though they don't match up I, uh, identically to 2012, I kind of relate it to that 2012 team. And and then the, and on the other side of it, I kind of look at the 2018 with 2018 team with with Devonte and, and and Newman and Mikhailuk and Legerald Vick and as a little bit more like the 2008 and that they look, the 2008 team to me stands alone, just both sides, offensively, defensively, the 28 team was terrific offensively and could shoot, get its shots. The, 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 the the 2018 team was, uh, was, was hard to guard, uh, because you could spread it and you could play around Doak. And, and if people remember Doak was not himself during the entire tournament because he, he sprained his knee, uh, uh, pretty severely and, and, and going into the Big 12 tournament. And so we didn't have a healthy dope, which hurt our chances. But certainly I don't think it would have been a 20 points difference against, against Villanova. But, but having dope this year be able to guard ball screens or switch ball screens against the Villanova team uh, uh, would have certainly helped us win back in 18, although it may not have been enough. But, but that, that, that was how much improvement he's made himself individually but you know when you think of oh, that 08 team though Blair that, that that's a, that's a whole different level that 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 team could have been the best defensive team in the country that team could have been the best offensive team in the country that team could shoot it could play make it was smart uh, uh it had a lot of nice you know but it, it should it had seven NBA players but but that that that, 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 that team to me was uh I mean I I hate to say this, and I don't want to put down this year's team because this year's team could have gone down to one of our best ever. But the team in 08, I, I, I hope I get a chance to coach another team like that because uh, that that team was at a different level than any I've ever been a part of. 
and I, and I know we're, we're only talking about a dozen years or so, but the game has changed a lot since then, hasn't it? I mean, we're it's, uh, you that that ends up the, the 08 team ends up being a pretty experienced team in terms oh, of yeah, just number yeah. of co- college games played versus this yeah. year's team. Well, that's exactly right. But you know that that team though, still the two most talented players on that team were sophomores, Sharon and Shady, the two most talented. Uh, then you had hmm. then you had Mario and Brandon that were the juniors, and then you then you had. Uh, Obviously, uh, Russell, uh, Darnell, and Sasha that were our foundation, that were our seniors. But that 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 team was battle tested. Uh, uh, certainly had game experience, and I mean, uh, in in big games, and then it had uh, a toughness level to them, athletic level, and it had a skill set. Uh, uh, but when I, when I th- when I think about that, that we played so much inside out back then, but that team could have played anywhere because of Shady. Uh, uh, you know, I, I look back on that. Hey, Shady could have switched every ball screen. Shady could have, when NBA people came in to watch us play, the last two or three possessions of every practice, I would make Shady full court press a point guard just so he can show him how he could slide. I mean, that was, a, that, that, that was an impressive athlete. Uh, so, so I think that that team could have fit in with this, with the way the game has evolved much better than the 12 team could have. That 12 team was a traditional three out, two in, and, and, and nobody's going to shoot it until Thomas gets two touches. Uh, uh, and, and I don't, you know, you can't play that way right now and be successful. Right. People forget that the, uh, the comeback against Memphis started with the, the shady, uh, 18 footer, um, 18 footer. And then, and then he made a, uh, I don't know. He, he made an unbelievable jumper, uh, uh, thinking overtime that was a hard shot, but, but here's the deal. Drell Arthur, not not Mario, and of course Mario, you know, put us in a position to win the game. He was clutch, but Drell got twenty and twenty in that game. He was the best basketball player in the national championship game, and you know he just goes, you know, he's kind of forgotten because of uh, 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 he just kind of blended in. But but he was a terrific player. Yeah, I remember that one of the problems we had picking all conference that year was which which two or three guys were going to end up being all conference. Turns out Brandon Rush was your leading scorer that year. He has the lowest per game average of any player that's led Kansas in scoring in your 17 years there. Still, it's 13, I think it was 13 and a half or yeah. 13 three, something it, like that. It, so it was, uh, you know, to your point, uh, I was so disappointed that year. Uh, but for, for I mean, it wasn't a big deal because my, my kids didn't care. I mean, and, and I mean, they, they really didn't care. They, they were, you know, we, we, we had egos, but it wasn't like selfish type egos. And so the media, if I'm not mistaken, Blair, did not put one of my guys on the Big 12 first team, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, uh, and, then, and then Brandon and uh, uh, who was it? Was it Brandon and Mario? I can't even remember. Or was it Brandon and Shady? But two of them made first team by the coaches. But th- that was a team that, you know, you, you, you got Durant, uh, you got DJ Augustine, uh, and I can't remember who else was in the league because, you know, obviously there, I, I there did, were good players. You could have had five guys or, 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 or three guys on the first team and three guys on the second team off that 08 <laughs> team. I mean, I, I really felt like we were that good. Yeah, that was, I think that was Blake Griffin's freshman year oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, Blake, so. yeah. Yeah, how, how about our league to have uh, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Mike Beasley, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, you know, all of them, if they weren't, they should have been National Player of the Year 
uh, uh, right. even Beasley, you know, good gosh, what do you average 26 and 12 or whatever? I mean, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. And, and, uh, uh, Blake was national player of the year. Kevin was national player of the year. And, and we did not have any of those guys, but still yet we had a bunch of really good players, really good. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, the bench was, you know, Sharon, Sasha, Cole coming off the bench. And that, that was amazing. Three, Seven three NBA, NBA players. Three NBA players. Uh, that that at least got a cup of coffee, didn't start. Right. So yeah, it was a, it, it was a fun time. All right. So uh, how are you? Uh, how are you coping with uh, no basketball? How are you keeping up with players and uh, uh, anybody? Uh, did uh, Udoka st- still on campus? How is he getting ready for the next step of his career? Uh, it's difficult right now because even if the kids go home, they're having a hard time finding a place to work out. Uh, you know, if a guy, if 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 a, if a family's got a, a a goal in a driveway, you know, those are things we used to take for granted. Those are things that are tre- tre- uh, treasured right now. So, uh, uh, but but Doak and Silvio are both in town. Everybody else is home. Uh, our strength coach is is uh, is working hard with those guys to get them workouts and things they can do based on the availability they have. Like some guys may only have two fifteen pound dumbbells. Uh, okay, well, we're coming up with workouts on how to use utilize that. Some guys may have more, so some guys may not have any. So everything's from a body weight standpoint, and how to how to how to do those things, and from explosiveness standpoint. So we're, we're we've got stuff to them, and now whether or not they do them, it's kind of hard to monitor, but we we certainly hope they are. But a guy like Doak, it's imperative that he stay in shape, and and uh, Doak Doak is still here in town, and he says he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but even you know, even me inviting him over to the house to watch a movie, which I did, and then Cindy says, "We can't do that." You know, we, we, no, we, we, we can't, we can't, we can't be having kids over right now. This is we, this is the time for social distancing. I said, "What about these sets on the other side of the room?" And, and uh, but 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 the whole thing that is true. So our access to our players is is uh, is very limited, but but. Uh, he is so motivated, though. I cannot believe that he won't keep his body in great shape because he's seen what can happen when he is in great shape. Oh, that's exactly right. He's he's done an amazing job from the time he got on campus to where he is right now, and um, more. You know, all the credit to him for understanding what it takes to 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 do what he's done, and and he, he accomplished it. I, I just think it's he's done a terrific you, job. You know, the the thing about it is he always equated playing well to scoring points, and and I'm like going, Doke, the way you score, you know, catching a lob or scoring from one foot, I, that's impressive, but but that's not really going to turn as many people on as your athletic ability and things like that could. So. You know, NBA confirmed this. You know, can can you can you guard a ball screen? Can you uh, uh, protect the lane? Can you uh, uh, rebound outside your area? And can you set a ball screen and get out of it? You know, he finally and it took a while. Blair was convinced that you know what, maybe if I do get good at those things, maybe I will have a better chance. And then when he started seeing progress and getting good at them. Then he fell in love with it and took pride in it. So he went from a guy whose mindset changed uh, on what being a good player really was in the eyes of people that 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 pay guys money to play. Uh, and I think that's really helped helped him so much, and certainly going to help enhance his chances. 
All right, Bill. Hey, look, it's been great catching up with you. Uh, nothing but uh, you know, but but uh, safety wishes for for you and the family, and uh, hopefully we'll get back to normal one of these days. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time, and and uh, I said this yesterday. I did something yesterday. It, it is so true with all of us. You know, rules are good are are good for everyone, uh, everyone else, but are they really good for me? Like. People shouldn't go out and, 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 and do things that are reckless, you know, by even like riding in the car with somebody. You know, nobody should do that. That's selfish. But if I do it, it's OK. And this this is a time. <laughs> and, and that's how all teams think. But this is a time where we all need to be team players and, and certainly yep. be on the same page and, and, and limiting the, this, the spread of this stuff. Because, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's scary and it's going to get scarier. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. That will do it for today. Thanks for listening and thanks to producers Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Today's cap tip goes to Bill Self, who found time this week to talk about this and previous Kansas teams. Links to the stories can be found in the show notes. Hey, even though the games are not being played, the sports news and stories continue, and we cover them in the Kansas City Star and on KansasCity.com. Please consider a digital subscription. For only a few bucks a month, you can get up-to-date coverage of the region's biggest news and sports. It's a product worth supporting. In fact, I'm on the website now where you can get all the digital information. It's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. Account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. So that's how you get digital subscription. It has a sports pass offer, national coverage offer, all sorts of offers for you. Go to that site, account.kansascity.com dot com slash subscribe for more information your support helps produce these podcasts and we'll have another episode of sports beat kc on thursday which would have been baseball's opening day i bet we talk royals talk to you then